This podcast of Clancy, Shane and Kimber comes with a free measuring quote on blinds, curtains and shutters. Just call ABC Blinds on 13 13 15 to get yours during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance. G'day, it's Shane here from Clancy, Shane and Kimber and these are the best bits of today's show on Mix 94.5. Enjoy. Look, uh, these guys, how ridiculous. The local internet sensations do things with a basketball that even superstar LeBron James would struggle with. <laughs> and that's saying something after his form recently in the NBA. But we're going to catch up with uh, one of the boys because there's uh, some new dreams and new goals taking place. Uh, joining us this morning, Brett, good morning from How Ridiculous. How are you? Good morning. Yeah, doing well, thanks. Hey, mate, you're an internet sensation. I, I don't know who you are. But tell me, <laughs> tell me, for the people like myself, what is it that you're doing on the internet that's making people go crazy? Yeah, well, I'm uh, one of the guys from um, How Ridiculous, and we've been making sport videos and trick shots on YouTube for probably the last four or five years. And um, our recent video uh, we put up a couple of days ago was um, a new world record basketball shot uh, from the top of Gordon Dam in Tasmania. Now, that's a, a very big drop, long drop, yeah. as they call it. Um, is the aim to get a longer shot every time with a basketball? Uh, we do. We've done all types of different videos, but um, one of the concepts that we have really enjoyed doing is is trying to sort of do bigger and crazier basketball shots. And so we started in our houses, and then we get up on the Narrows Bridge and the Wacker Light Tower. We've sort of just been going bigger and bigger. And wow. um, yeah, obviously it's uh, it's a really exciting thing to sort of break a record and, and do one that's longer and higher than we've ever, ever done before. To give a concept of how far that is, the ball took seven seconds to get to the hoop, like from where you guys threw it. like And, and also some balls exploded as they got down there. The pressure of the ball by the time it reaches must be kind of dangerous. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think uh, from our experience, the ball probably reaches terminal velocity after 50 or 60 metres. So whether you throw it from that height or from, you know, sort of 300 metres, it probably wouldn't matter. But I think the only reason we had one, we had one basketball explode on impact. But I think that the only reason that was because the people who who sort of had pumped them all up for us, one was way overinflated. Like I think oh. it was wow. re- recommended like 10 psi. It was about 50. So as soon as we we got the ball in our hand, we're like, this one's going to pop, and uh, it did. That's a hard one, mate. When you see internet sensations, the other ones, I speak of guys in the NBA like LeBron James or Kevin Durant, and they're just mucking around at training and they throw the full court shot, just uh, playing around. Do you go, yeah, whatever? <laughs> No, not really. I think we're we're obviously in admiration of the people that are that are sort of the best in their actual chosen sport. And I mean, we don't consider ourselves sort of anything too special. We just love giving giving stuff a go. And um, you know, it can take us hours to make a shot. So we're sort of we still stay pretty humble because we know yeah. we're not necessarily that good. <laughs> yeah. So you take sixty, seventy attempts to get the shot. Is there a certain amount of time you'll give it before you you give up on the uh, challenge? Uh, depends on the shot. I mean, generally we only try stuff we believe that we think is actually possible. And um, part of the the trick is actually just trying to be as consistent as you can. And if you know if you're missing the ring by 50 or 60 meters, then you've got a problem. But if you can land yeah. it within sort of a, a 10 meter radius pretty regularly, you know you're in with a good chance. And typically we don't give up till we make the shot ever. <laughs> can any of you play ball, Brett? Do any of you play basketball? I mean, can you make a career out of this? I don't know if you can make money from shooting the ball around the world <laughs> yeah we we do play basketball just just socially um so we, we've all played a fair bit of basketball so we do enjoy the sport um but i think there's a you know there is a real niche of sort of doing crazy videos and obviously as you see people enjoy watching it so there's there's obviously some value in that what's to come Bretto? Uh, grand canyon eiffel tower new trade center where, where are you heading next Oh, look, I mean, we've 
we've got our sights on anywhere that we can shoot, really. I mean, a lot of those places are, would require some pretty serious cooperation and, and, and to be involved in a, a collaboration to do that. So the Eiffel Tower would be a dream, but you never know what's around the corner. You've Mate. got a great montage to send through to them now, though, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I guess we've got, a good, um, we've got a good track record of making the shot, so that always helps. Is this a job? Can you make money from this, uh, putting it up on the internet? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like anything, you know, um, popularity always has value. And um, when you're reaching a, a large amount of people, you know, pretty regularly, people see see value in that. And, you know, we're almost at 20 million view, views on our YouTube channel and, and people see that and, and want to be a part of it. And, and we often are really keen to work with, with brands and organisations to help us achieve different videos because doing it on your own can be pretty tough. Oh, you get as many views as those fashion bloggers out there, mate. Well done. <laughs> hey, good on you, Bretto. Keep the uh, ridiculousness going. Thanks, mate. We've been talking about uh, getting locked in like these women at the Perth Zoo the other day, which reminds us of that 80s movie Mannequin with Andrew McCarthy uh, and Kim Cattrall when he got locked in the, uh, well, basically in a shop, in a department store, and just ran riot. Yeah, these three women, they did get out. 45 minutes they were trapped in the zoo. It closed. This is uh, Perth Zoo, yeah. and uh, everything was fine and hunky-dory, but we're asking you on 133353. I still can't believe that there's there's not zookeepers or someone there at night that would have come, come up to them and said, look, I've got a key, let's get out. There was. It was the security guards. Who, so <laughs> they, they called for help, but by the time the help got there, they'd already been let out by security guards because they were still lapping the zoo. There's lots of little pathways and that surrounded by uh, shrubbery and that there that you can get lost shrubbery. in. Shrubbery. Maybe they're waiting for Barnsley to come on stage. They've done a lot of gigs in the last few years. Maybe. Tom mm. from uh, Butler's Online. G'day, Tom. Hey, how you going? Good, mate. We've been locked in. Oh, well, when I was really young, I was at the library with my family and I used to run, I love running into elevators and going up and down them. Yeah. And um, yeah, went in the wrong elevator. It was like a employee-only elevator and the doors closed and I got locked in the elevator and I was about, I don't know, six or seven and I freaked out. I eh? like, yeah, the, I think I was stuck in there for like two minutes, but it felt like two hours. <laughs> Mate, that, and, is a, um, that is claustrophobic too, isn't it? Yeah, it gave me claustrophobia because I can't go on elevators anymore. I'm 25 and... I cannot go on an elevator so by myself. I you take the stairs, do you? Yeah, <laughs> take the stairs. Well, thank you for stories. checking in, Tom. You're on floor 22 today. Yeah. Oh, Enjoy your stay. Oh, it's just a problem <laughs> if you want to have want to take a date to uh, see a restaurant, mate. There's a lot of stairs. Thanks, Tom. No, I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Briar? In Ellenbrook, you've been trapped or locked in somewhere? Yeah, I went down south um, with one of my best friends for a girls' week away and uh, stopped in at a winery slash uh, tea factory. We did our, um, bought our stuff from the provital, went around the back, thought we'll go to the loo before we leave. When we came out, they'd locked all of it, they'd locked us in. You were locked <laughs> in the cheese home. factory? Yeah, oh, yeah, there was like the tea factory, and they sell wine down there as well. Oh, you would have been fine. Oh, my fine. God, that sounds like heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah except, except where we were locked in, so, um, it's about the back, they've got the open garden area and the restrooms around the back. Um, and so we sort of wandered out, and we're like, this is a big fence. And then everything else is locked, and we're like, what are we going to do? Oh, it's a proper door <laughs> nightmare. I, the, I would have been like, we have to eat our way out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, wow. that's really painful, Briar. Thank you. Alex is online from Lockridge. Hey, mate. Hey, guys. How are we? Good. When have you been locked in, mate? Uh, I was about 10 years old, and it was back uh, over east when I was living with my foster parents, and... Um, went to the shops to get some stuff at dinner. And back then, they sat, sat at you at the front of the shop and they said, don't move, we'll, go, we'll come back and get you. And they went to the checkout and they didn't realise until they got home that um, they'd actually left me at the shop. By the time they got back, um, the shops had actually closed. And I wandered off thinking I was 10 years old so I could have some fun in the shop. And it wasn't until um, I set off the silent alarms to the shopping centre that security came and got me. And 
I waited probably about an hour and a half for my parents to get back and, and come and pick me up. How red-faced were they, though? That's that's a horrible thing. It was very embarrassing, especially because they're foster parents. They're supposed to look after you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, yeah, yeah that's part, okay. of, the, part okay. of the plan. Can we foster another kid? No, thanks. No. Yeah. Okay, thanks, mate. The juice. Oh, do tell. Let's hear it. Give me the details. If you are a fan of Game of Thrones, don't worry, there are no spoilers. All I can report is that something big happened on Game of Thrones last night and social media has exploded. So if you don't watch it, just be aware of everyone else today. Lots of people are affected. Just be kind to each other. What, this is the last show, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the finale Ever? and people are so yeah, people are so affected. Oh, so it's finished. It's yeah. And so now I'm like, just everyone just be nice to each other because they seem to be really suffering from uh, from whatever happened last night. I don't watch it, so I don't know. The, ab- the other <laughs> thing about absolute finales of shows is they're quite often disappointing. They're not quite the standard yeah, I know. of the, some like, of the, the Seinfeld points. one, I must admit, it was disappointing. But, that one, and we all remember where we were when we saw the last episode of MASH. Oh, <laughs> so disappointed, weren't we? God, I hate that show. Aussie band Five Seconds no. of Summer have already returned to the stage. They've decided to ditch the pyrotechnics because Michael Clifford caught fire. Oh, uh, on part of the show? Yeah. Saturday's show at Wembley Arena in London and he, the pyrotechnics went off in his face and he basically got burns to the face. Not good. Um, but he's already back playing. He played last mm. night. He's been treated. A very quick turnaround from such a serious injury. So their gigs here are not under any threat. They will be at Perth Arena on Monday the 29th of June. So okay. that'll be a big gig. He's just saying, no one take photos of me right now, please, right. Okay. while I recover. Uh, Janet Jackson has announced her tour August 31. She starts her Unbreakable World tour that ironically doesn't seem to be around the world. Is she saying the same thing? Don't take photos of her? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's just touring US and Canada, but if you're keen to see her over there, tickets are on sale. Is she still uh, squirrel cheeks? You know, she's good. <laughs> Last time I saw her, because she, she moves up and down, doesn't she, Janet? Yeah, she, ch- she changes her look quite but a bit. But she normally she? loses the weight in time for the promotion for the of show. an album and tour. Yeah. 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 Now, something I want to quickly tell you about too. It's a little way away, but I'm excited about it. Winona Ryder is set to be the lead in another Netflix series. Netflix are just pumping out fantastic shows. Yep. And like what? It's untitled. Well, Sense8 and Bloodline and House of Cards. Oh, I know that one. You loved House of Cards. Yeah. Um, But this is untitled at the moment, eight episodes, supernatural thriller, a bit of an ode to the 80s. And uh, the guys who created Wayward Pines are writing and directing all eight eps. It's premiering 2016. I'm a long-term fan of Winona. Winona. I think she's fantastic. Mm. I love Winona as well. Winona? Winona's great. (laughs) It's a town, isn't it, in Arizona? Yesterday, Metallica played played at Game 5 of the NBA Finals in the States. They did. The Star-Spangled Banner. No lyrics. No, because it, well, it was just Kirk Hammett playing guitar, and then he was joined by James Hetfield, and it sounded a bit like this. <laughs> Which is just rock god heaven. Bring back memories of Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock in 1969. But Jimi was a little bit messier because a he was a legend. Messier. He got away with it, and uh, yeah. So there you go. So that, that didn't help James uh, LeBron James and his. Cleveland Cavaliers. Because oh, I watched that game yesterday, yeah. and it uh, looks like the uh, tournament's going to go to uh, Stephen Curry. I didn't even know he played basketball. Stephen. Steph Curry. Stephen. Hey, the, well, he's the MVP of the league. Yeah, he's only the MVP. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it looks like the I Matthew. The, I think the Matthew <laughs> Delavadova thing is uh, is the fantasy's pretty much over. Oh, look, no, you know. We'll I think just... it is over. Just he, quite he got five, what I saw yesterday. He got five points and Stephen Curry got 37. I know, but anyway. he sold more jerseys in the last yeah, couple of weeks than anybody else. Yeah. Okay, that's your Daily Juice. Clazy Shane and Kimber go so well together, just like ABC Blinds and a clearance sale. Call 13 13 15 to save big during ABC Blinds' million-dollar stock clearance.